and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today we will be talking about season five, episode seven of BoJack Horseman, Int Sub. I am your host, Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Doing well, doing well. I had no idea why this episode was called Int Sub, but I don't remember anything, so that's fine. There's aliens. We it's, <laughs> we're good. It's it's all good. I feel like it's just the most annoying episode title to say. Yes, int sub. Int sub. Yeah, it's not good. I kind of if you said it really fast, I feel like it would sound almost like when Siri beatboxes. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before, Lindsay? No. Okay, here I'll play it for you right now. Okay. <laughs> Siri, can you beatbox? Here's one I've been practicing. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. I can do this all day. Cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. So it's just like, engine sub and engine sub. Well, it's only because you said that I was like, I've only ever heard boots and cats. So that's good. It's good. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, have we ever seen Princess Carolyn wear boots? Because no, that's maybe. boots and cats. <laughs> cats and boots. <laughs> We're deeply unwell. That's what I've taken from this. But we, once again, are not alone. We have an amazing guest who I continually bully to force (laughs) him to come talk to us. Brian Scally's back. Scally, how are you? Oh, hello, hello. I was really expecting a speaking of deeply unwell, but no, you guys were much nicer than that in the intro, so I appreciate it. What is this, a crossover episode? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, instead of going with speaking of deeply unwell, like this man we bully, Brian Scally is here. I I mean, Scally bullies back. Mm-hmm. Like he can stand up for himself. All right, we're going to need to edit this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, we actually already had to cut out 10 minutes of Scally of, swearing of at me. No, it was, oh no, it was just Kirsten bullying me. That's all it was. I like how I'm like, I bully Scally, but it's really just like, so when are you coming on my podcast? (laughs) When are you coming on my podcast? No, okay. So, I mean, whatever. I'll answer the question of, like, why this episode, like, just based (laughs) off of that, is I am bad at picking episodes, which any of my friends that have podcasts know. I spend way too long trying to figure it out. And so last time we were talking about the Christmas special, we decided let's just get this on the schedule. And you said Issa Rae, and I said yes. So we <laughs> luckily ended up with this episode that I do really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super fun episode. Uh, I think based on what was available at the time that we were locking you in, I feel like you got like the most fun episode. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate because nervous about coming on after like the episode of BoJack, the funeral episode, the Mike Bloom episode. Very difficult to follow up, but I'm excited to take, you know, a episode that even Chappelle may rewatch at some point. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, this is almost it feels like it's in a different world than the last episode. And thank God for that. Yeah, just to put us in a time and place, the free churro episode came out this morning, and when I woke up, there was already a message from Hazel saying, ugh, why do you watch this show? Uh, as if Hazel would let us quit the podcast at this point. Like, <laughs> Truly, can yeah. you imagine the rage she would feel if we like 
she would have been upset if we missed a week, let alone if we were like, you know what, we have a season and a half left, but we're done. <laughs> if I had like gotten COVID and been like, I'm sorry, we're taking a week off because I have COVID, she would have been like, ugh, seems like you need a better reason than that. <laughs> like she wouldn't have approved. I mean, <laughs> obviously in that situation, Hazel would have taken your place. Uh, <laughs> Clearly. And yes. you still would have had to do all the work. But... Still would have had to do the editing, just wouldn't have been the uh, on-air talent. <laughs> You'd, yeah, you would have been the executive producer of that episode. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure everyone is wondering what time it is right now. What time is it? Nice. <laughs> oh, man, what a pro. Oh, perfect. Now we have a soundbite for Lindsay to put in every week. <laughs> Talent accepted, honestly. What time is it? I think that's hilarious. <laughs> So thanks to whattimeisitrightnow.com, we know that it is currently Tuesday, the 8th of February, 2022. In the Pacific time zone, it is 5.13 p.m. In London, it's Wednesday the 9th, and it is 1.14 a.m. In New York, where Scally is, it is 8.14 p.m., because now the minute has shifted. That's right. <laughs> you get the live updates. And in Hong Kong, it is Wednesday the 9th at 9.14 a.m., and Philbert is coming soon. Incredible. Ooh, appreciate That's the right. live journalism. <laughs> Just really I know. up the minute to minute. Like, we have to be accurate. We have journalistic integrity. That's, yes. That's what else. it is. <laughs> and okay, so I think this is my favorite holidays day that we've had so far. Ooh. I'm um, so honored. <laughs> and I think I think Scally's gonna really like the first one. So this episode is dropping on February fifteenth, twenty twenty two. And the first holiday is Annoy Squidward Day. <laughs> a cause we can all get behind. I mean, <laughs> it's a task that I'm sure many of us have dreamt of doing, so cannot wait to observe on February 15th. Truly a holiday for everyone. Yeah, were you a SpongeBob guy, Lindsay? I was kind of. Um, very short term, probably. I don't know. One was SpongeBob on. I feel like I was like probably a year or so that I was like real into it. Okay, I feel like okay. When you say I'm kind of a SpongeBob guy, that means you're not a SpongeBob. Oh, I'm guy. certainly not now. I definitely <laughs> w- would have characterized myself as such as a child, but I would certainly not now. <laughs> I have never seen an episode because my mom said it was stupid. So. Oh, true. I forgot that. <laughs> it's also National Gumdrop Day. Oh. It's like the worst candy. As a non-candy guy, you know, the bottom of the candies is not going to appeal to me, especially. Yeah. It's a National Hippo Day. Oh. Hippo, mm. not hippa. <laughs> we like both. <laughs> we do like both. It's also National I Want Butterscotch Day. Huh. Does anyone want butterscotch? Oh. All right. Um, butterscotch ripple ice cream is pretty good. Yeah. That's like the only ice cream we had in our house when I was a child. Okay, that's unhinged. I know, I know. I'm not I sure feel why. Like, actually, I feel like that makes sense, though, because it would be the only ice cream that would last long enough to, like, have a memory of it being in the freezer. Like, every other ice cream, <laughs> it would all be eaten, and then there'd be just, like, half a thing of butterscotch ripple left over. I feel like I've experienced that. That's true, because you're just like, see, like, we do have treats out there. It's like, ugh, but who would want it? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it's like when your mom's like, oh, be you have food at home, and you're like, exactly, mm, but it's not what I want. Me being a picky eater and my siblings purposefully eating the things that I liked so that they would get to it before I did as a child. Oh Not fun. <laughs> so cruel. That's hateful. <laughs> You're the oldest. You should have been bullying them. What the hell? <laughs> well, it was kind of hard to bully them in that one manner. 
Oh, guys. <laughs> Damn. It's also Remember the Main Day, which is, I guess, a boat that exploded or something. I thought that was a band. The boat was called the Main. The Main is a band, and they're actually <laughs> still good, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> I was. See, um, journalism. They released a new album last year, and all five of my top five Spotify songs were from their new album. Whoa. Because, wow. <laughs> again, I listen to albums because I'm a psycho, so m- my top five songs will always be from the same album. <laughs> it's also Singles Awareness slash Singles Appreciation Day. Mm, feels like a call out, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the week before Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh, it's a day it's after. The day, guess, it's the right? day after Valentine's. Right. So first you have all of Valentine's week <laughs> culminating in Valentine's Day. <laughs> and yeah. then you get Singles Awareness. Why isn't it Singles Awareness Week? As Bria. if Valentine's Day didn't make you feel alone enough. <laughs> let's follow it up with a back-to-back. And let's also <laughs> stretch it out into eight consecutive Valentine's <laughs> holidays first. And then we'll say Singles Awareness because you have problems. But also Singles Appreciation. It has two names. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I am sure that people are never more aware that they are single than the day after <laughs> Valentine's Day. Hey, at least oh, you no. know what? Day after Valentine's Day, all that chocolate is discounted. Chocolate so discounted. I hope you're- all getting I'm that. a non-candy guy. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I still hold the controversial opinion that chocolate and candy are two separate categories oh of god. sweets. I would agree with that, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yes! Oh my god. The argument. I got dragged. I got dragged to Helen back in a group chat like probably two months ago at this well point. Deserved. Um over that opinion. But I was like, they're both sweets. But I don't think chocolate is candy. I don't either. Chocolate's its own thing. Hell yeah. Candy's like, you know, like gummy bears candy. Yeah. Or like Sour Patch Kids. Sour there Patch Kids. Multiple Fuzzy types peaches. of candies, sure. But <laughs> chocolate is one of them. No, mm. it's different. It's they're, both, they're, all, they're both sweets, for okay. sure. We need a Twitter poll on the day this releases. <laughs> I wonder if this is like an America thing. Because like I would never say candy bear. Like that would be... Well, yeah, that's that's an Americanism. Okay, yeah. actually, you know what? Here's the thing. We're going to tweet it out today so that <laughs> nobody is biased by Ooh. our conversation. Yeah, that's fair. Everyone would just want to take my side. <laughs> <laughs> beloved guest, Ryan Scally. <laughs> I mean, he is a beloved guest. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Like, don't say it in that tone. It sounds sarcastic. Like, listen, he is a beloved guest. Oh, my gosh. Beloved, and on Scully. Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just because me and Lindsay have such a successful, like, podcast coupling going on. <laughs> and Scally's just the third wheel. Today. Wow. It, it happens. Wait, on top of Singles Awareness Day, it's also St. Skeletor's Day. Oh. Uh, you know, Skeletor was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Wait, first of all, I'm sorry. Who am I? Ki- whose ass am I kicking, first of all? But second of all, this is the worst thing I've ever heard because St. Skeletor. Skeletor's Day is also basically Singles Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. I go to the page and it says, St. Skeletor's Day is a day for single people. It's a day for all those who didn't have a date or get flowers on Valentine's Day. Oh. It's the antithesis of that day. Wow. A day for lost souls who don't have anyone to love. Oh, and it's devoted. To wait, wait, wait. It's devoted to the destruction of love. He asked, do we need a day for lovers? Isn't every day their day? Wow. I feel like if 
it was known that Skeletor was a saint. He would be a popular confirmation name for kids to be taking. But, you know, <laughs> alas, I guess not alas. many people know. <laughs> oh, I just, man. it's basically like incel day. Is what I'm, oh my I, god! What I'm getting from that? <laughs> oh my it's, god! Because it's not enough to be like, oh, I'm single. It's like I'm single and I want to destroy love. <laughs> if I can't have it, no, neither can anyone right? else. <laughs> well, that's why they need the distinction between the two holidays. <laughs> yeah, Single Awareness Day is like, yeah, I'm single, and then Skeletor Day is like, and I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm single um, and I'm aware of it. Versus I'm single and I hate it. <laughs> I'm single and I'm furious. <laughs> Anyways, it's also Susan B. Anthony Day. Oh, tough segue on that one. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand why Susan B. Anthony was listed below <laughs> all of those other holidays. <laughs> Annoy Squidward Day got the top bill. <laughs> it's the most important. If you did another survey of who is more famous between Squidward and Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> I don't want to see the results of that poll. <laughs> God, can you imagine? We know the results. I I say send it out. <laughs> oh my God, Scally, you're. I, I feel like you're trying to get us canceled today. Now. <laughs> like you weren't, you Excuse weren't before, me. but now you are. All I was looking for was who's more famous. Not anything about who had more of an impact on <laughs> women's rights, because <laughs> that's not Squidward. It's not his. Well, bag. yeah, I really don't think Squidward had a bigger impact on women's rights. <laughs> I didn't realize that was up for debate. <laughs> no one claimed he did. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, my God. Well, on that note, speaking of women's rights. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> should we talk about Bojack? Heck, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, you might not know this, Scally, but we actually all watched an episode of Bojack Horseman to prepare for this podcast. I almost oh. forgot to watch it. I legitimately was like, yeah, I already watched it. And then I realized that was a full week ago. So I really did have to watch it on 1.5 speed while working this <laughs> afternoon. So shout out to the Bojack Horseman wiki for helping out with the notes on this one. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Even on 1.5 speed, still hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a funny episode. Very good. Very Agreed. strong episode. We, I don't know. I just thought it was super fun. And some great <laughs> guest stars. Yes. Excellent guest stars on this one. We we were very lucky about that. But yeah, so this, this episode is a little bit different, I feel like, than most BoJack episodes. I feel like they were trying something new again, and I think it really worked. Yeah, no, I love this a lot where we get the like, speaking of HIPAA or whatever the other thing was you said, I feel like this was not like compliant or she did not change enough characteristics, but I really enjoyed this structure. Yeah, I feel like if you are a therapist and you are married to a mediator, you've probably done this enough times that you would be better at changing the names. <laughs> I would think so. I always kind of worry <laughs> that my therapist is talking about me behind my back, but then I think I'm not interesting enough, so she probably isn't. I mean... If your therapist is talking about you behind your back, that just means you've arrived. <laughs> you know? What if your therapist listens to this podcast? Oh, God. In <laughs> Lindsay's face, she just fully dissociated. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it might help her to like get some more insights. <laughs> I feel like we... I Honestly, I feel like this podcast is therapy, and mm -hmm. that's definitely why I don't get therapy and not because I can't afford it. Oh, see, I was going to say, I would think that my biggest fear would be my therapist not talking behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, now please tell un- everyone about me. Let's unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes you feel. Yeah. Can you just let us know? Yeah. How, how does that make you feel? <laughs> We're just here as friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard, we discussed pivoting into an advice podcast. (laughs) Well, Lindsay suggested that we take up the mantle that Urgent Care left behind. And I was like, no offense to both of us, but we're we're not not as funny as Joel Kimbooster and Mitra Johari. It is important to note, Scally, because it was when you were on last time that you brought this podcast to my attention. And now I listen to almost nothing else. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. It's a great <laughs> podcast. Hopefully they start releasing more episodes soon. But currently mm-hmm. you're competing with the zero episodes that they're putting out right now. So yeah, that's so. something. <laughs> Which one's the more successful advice podcast now? <laughs> if Listen, if a couple of horse girls want to send in an email asking for advice... We could like answer one question at the end of every podcast and see how, <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> Your big fear was that it would become too earnest, which I think is a legitimate concern. God forbid we become yeah, too earnest. Yeah, it would. I think it would be too earnest. That's my my main problem. Sorry to Lindsay for the amount of times I've coughed today. It's um, okay. Not making it easy for you. The update for the horse girls. The consumption has not yet overtaken her. Day twenty two of antibiotics in twenty twenty two. And it's February 8th, so we're not doing great over here. (laughs) Oh, no. It's fine. I'll survive. So I guess we should start off by talking about Dr. Indira and Mary Beth the Mediator. Obviously, we've talked about Dr. Indira once before with Issa Rae. And at the time, I had not seen any of Insecure. And I now am on season three of Insecure. Wow. Ooh. I mean, honestly not far enough (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i know i know it's just hard to set up watching hbo it's fair you know our our friend Chappelle also bullied me into watching it but great (laughs) bullying decision everyone should be watching insecure i will say Mm. yeah insecure is incredible if you have the time definitely recommend and even if you don't (laughs) you can make time you can make time it's worth it we get our mediator is voiced by wanda sykes Mm -hmm. Character Legend. actress Wanda Sykes? Mm, maybe. Mm. I feel, here's the thing, is I feel like that makes sense because I don't know, like, where I, like, gained knowledge of Wanda Sykes from, but just, like, one day I became aware of her mm-hmm. and it, that never went away, you know? <laughs> That's how I feel, too. <laughs> That's me with almost everyone, though, I feel like. <laughs> like, you have one defining role or they just exist. And yeah, but, like, most people, fine. I would forget about them. Like, I'd forget that they exist. Okay. Well, not me, but we know your history. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, also, I do feel like I remember her on the Drew Carey show, though. Definitely. Even though she not. wasn't there long. But not I same. genuinely feel like I remember that. Never really watched, so. It, I mean, it wasn't It wasn't the best, you know. <laughs> I don't think anyone accused it of being. Oh, actually, probably the thing. Like, I I definitely watched New Adventures of Old Christine as well. So. Oh. That's probably was that a, a CBS big one. sitcom. I think it was an ABC sitcom. Hmm. Let it feels me like confirm. <laughs> Let me confirm what network it was on. Because you I do don't... have a history. <laughs> you listen, CB... I feel like CBS sitcoms used to be a lot better, also, anyways. Well, so... I heard Ghost is great, which I think has been discussed already. But... Yes, I hate this. It was a CBS sitcom. <laughs> we know you too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was 
was one like it was on when I was a kid so I was definitely just like watching it when my family was watching it like it wasn't like I was uh, put on the new adventures of old Christine everybody you know the, the new CBS sitcom lineup premieres tonight turn the TV <laughs> I don't like I don't listen to all of them but actually I was listening to an episode of why won't you date me which is of course Nicole Byers podcast last mm-hmm. week and the guest she had is one of the writers from Bob Hart's Abby Shola and apparently that show's also actually really funny and getting a third season Uh, only the third i feel like it's been on for seven or maybe it's more i don't (laughs) it's getting another season at least bob hearts abby shola like it actually has a super diverse like writing room and is is apparently amazing great to hear so yeah no it has it's getting a fourth season okay you're close when you round that up that's seven yeah, I mean, on CBS, you once you get, like, that's the thing, too, like, when Riverdale got renewed for season six, I was like, oh, shit, it's going to get to ten now. Like, <laughs> that's just how, like, those shows work sometimes. What do you know Wanda Sykes from, Lindsay? Do you have any? Yeah, I feel like you do, where, like, I'm not totally sure why I'm aware of Wanda Sykes, but definitely, like, know her. I was looking at her IMDb beforehand and was like, what would I identify as like ah this was the moment but yeah i don't know she just like appeared in a bunch of stuff and she's been in like everything yeah she also of course was in blackish she was in three episodes of the good fight which means that she could have like she's so close to character actress margo martindale like Mm -hmm. with the separation and then also was in the other two which cannot not mention that because that's uh famously matt gagan really liked that show well, I was going to say, that's what I most recently associate her with. Great show. Also, if people do or do not have the time, recommend. It's another age. The HBO ones are just so annoying for me to watch. But this one's worth it. It's so quick. Just like Insecure. Well, I'm, work- <laughs> I'm working on Insecure. Maybe after Insecure, I'll have room All for right. another HBO show. Holding you to it. God. <laughs> But yes, okay. And the great part is, is that is, those are the only two actresses we have to talk about today because there's not really any other characters coming in. So that's, that's a dream. That's a dream for us all. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so they are wives and they are meeting for dinner and they have had a long and difficult weeks, both of them. And so they decide that maybe they could talk about their weeks and to make it ethical, they give their clients different names. So Dr. Dara starts to talk about Bobo, the angsty zebra. That's a good one. <laughs> it's very good. And also Diana, Princess of Wales. I definitely expected their, them to make her a whale, but I guess this way you can tell more easily that it's Diane. I don't know. But <laughs> I was like, yes, oh, but it's going to be a whale. <laughs> I did love like the first session they show of Diane. She's obviously like blonde and like the dress and tear and everything. But then she goes, it's just hard to speak for all whales. Yeah. So like they they did make it not like whales in the yes. UK, which yeah. is fun. <laughs> I did like the detail of them changing the title sequence too to the new character Bobo. Oh and, man, uh, I definitely didn't Zebra. watch it. So I didn't notice that. <laughs> Classic Lindsay skipping the introduction. Every time. And I know you famously do not. I famously do not, except for today, because in 1.5 <laughs> speed, it was giving me a migraine. <laughs> I feel like Bojack looks so cool as a zebra. Like, I feel like he could get away with more bad behavior as a zebra than he can as, like, a regular horse. Well, that's really put to the test this episode, so... <laughs> Like, I feel like you would give a forgivey to a zebra. <laughs> Definitely looks cool. 
<laughs> at least one for Gibby. Yeah, he'd get like maybe he wouldn't get like unlimited ones like every other man in Hollywood, but he'd get one. <laughs> so Diane literally brought the tape from Anna into therapy to listen to, which like I feel like that's a weird vibe to bring it in. Especially considering Bojack ends up seeing her and she knows that, but he doesn't know she knows that. Yeah, well, I don't think you could have planned for that. (laughs) Well, no, but like. Just in case he ever decides to come see her, I'm not going to talk about it. (laughs) I think playing the tape itself is weird. I don't know why. Because I feel like it's like almost like Diane's like, here, let me prove to you that this is bad as opposed to like my memory is flawed or something. It's like, let me play you the objective evidence so you can decide for yourself or something. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So going through the tape, though, he mentions that it's a girl, which Diane then recognizes, okay, this has to be someone young. Like, how come Bojack never told me about this? Which like he almost did. Yeah. And I do like in the audio that he's like, she trusted me. Also, I'm a zebra. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, we have to know. I I feel like (laughs) I normally, if I'm ever confessing anything, I'm like, also, I'm a human woman. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't you? (laughs) Yes, I'm (laughs) abroad. Not abroad. (laughs) What am I supposed to be? A spunky old broad. (laughs) Yeah, spunky old broad. We're reclaiming it. True. I didn't celebrate today. I'll have to do something. Live life to the fullest. Went to therapy. How will you live life to the fullest today? (laughs) Working at my Um, trauma. (laughs) Honestly, that's probably the right move. (laughs) The oldest broad thing you can do. Oh, God. Um, No. I feel like... The oldest broads don't believe in therapy yet. True. But we'll be the new generation of old broads that do <laughs> believe in therapy. So this is also where they ta- we do have this put in the time and place of knowing that Bojack's mother has passed away and he's being so bizarre about it. Like, I do kind of understand not wanting, like, the condolences or anything. Like, I feel like the the way that my work dealt with it was, like, mostly good because I just, like, came into my office and there was, like, flowers in a card and most people didn't say anything. But then, like, some people be like, oh, so what happened? How, uh. like, what? And it's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about yeah, this. No, thank I'm, you. I'm at my place of employment after I took three weeks off work. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care for this. But he also is, like, saying it in such a way that he obviously wants people to bring it up to him. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think Bojack was hoping to hear? Yeah, it's a good question because I feel like people are, like, when Diane does say, like, yeah, I'm sorry, he's like, no, stop, God. So I don't know. Does he just, like, want people to, like, look at him sadly or something? I just think he wants attention. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's the baseline for Bojack is he just always wants attention, like, regardless of the cost. And, Mm -hmm. like, nothing that anyone says is going to, like, validate anything for him or, like, change anything. But he wants to be obsessed over. Yeah. And he's constantly like, did you hear that my mom died? It's like, yes. Mm -hmm. But you said you didn't want to talk about it. What if someone went up to him and was just like, yeah, she was a massive bitch. (laughs) <laughs> like how would how do you think he would react to that? oh how'd you know her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, that's curious how did you meet my mom <laughs> like, there is an incredible easter egg in this scene <laughs> that i definitely have never caught before and would have been meaningless before anyway but 
there is like a PA or something in the scene who has like a giant face scar that looks like she's had like a face <gasps> transplant. Oh my god! And it's like the girl from the Secretary of Deb. What was her name? Uh, great question. I don't know. Deb sounds like plausible. I believe it. Remember the girl who got her face burned off? <laughs> Deborah. Her name oh was Deborah. Oh my god, you're a champion. Oh my god. Oh my I never doubted god. you. The fact that that fact stayed in my brain, but I forget everything else on a daily basis. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> That's incredible that she's all right. I also wanted to mention in this episode at the restaurant, the talking dogs are yes. in the background at the booth eating dinner as well. Yes. So we, we, I feel like we haven't noticed them in a while. I know. Yeah. The last time I remember like distinctly seeing them was like way back in the like at the observatory, I think. And that was like season one yeah. with the telescope. So yeah, like in, I feel like someone told us they are in every episode, but I don't believe them. Yeah, they were definitely uh, in every episode in season one. Like I was watching for them and then I kind of forgot. But every time I like happen to notice, I write it down. <laughs> but it hasn't yeah. happened that many times. They were they're in this one, though. Yeah. So that was good to see. And we also get Diane's advice from her therapist is to focus on work and not focus on like the weird stuff with Bojack. But Flip who is a dolphin in this story, won't let her do any work. Like, it's basically just like, go away and be the woman on set. Don't do any any writing. Yeah, and we find out that, like, he... Diane goes in and is like, why is there a submarine set? And he's like, oh, well, because I wrote int sub, and it was supposed to say subway. She's like, well, why didn't you just write way? And he's like, I didn't get that far in the writing process. <laughs> Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, really? And this is also where we find out that Flip has, like, super bad writer's block right now and just, like, won't let her help. Yeah. Like, at it can all. be tough. I also like how, like, the doctor Indira tells Diane to be like, I need space. And Diane takes that to mean, my therapist told me I can't see you anymore. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I shouldn't have, like, inserted myself into her story or whatever. But Diane expressed to the therapist that she needs space. So the therapist was like, how about you create a boundary? And Diane was like, I will create a boundary by saying my therapist said I cannot see you anymore. (laughs) Well, I think the line was like, you can tell Mm. them your therapist said this or something. But like, I think she delivers it in a way that's like, it's because of her. It's not because of me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that like what Dr. Indira probably meant was like, hey, I've been really working through things with my therapist and... Based on that, it seems like maybe we should take some space. Yeah. Not my yes. therapist told me I can't be friends with you. My therapist won't let me. Well, she could have been more clear. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. She could have been. It's like like if someone asks you for a sleepover but you don't want to go, so you're like, Mom, tell them I can't go. Mm-hmm. Tell them I'm not allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry, my mom said I can't go. That was a big <laughs> me move. <laughs> I'm already having a sleepover with someone else. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, Mr. Popular. Hello. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that's why he's a beloved guest. Oh, my god. Because I'm lucky that he didn't say, oh, sorry, I'm recording another podcast at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Famously have sleepovers with everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How dare you? So this is where we also shift into Mary Beth's B story. I like how it switches between them. So I'm going to continue to do that mostly also because I'm using the wiki as notes because I (laughs) had a bad week. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, I also didn't Um, separate the stories, so that's fine with me. (laughs) Perfect. So Mary Beth is the mediator, okay? She mediates. Everyone has a role to play. What actress does she like super burn again? 
Jessica Chastain, I believe, where she takes every role that Amy Adams turns down. Yes, yeah. thank you. She says it twice, and I my brain let that slip right away. But yeah. of course, I know Deborah's name. Well, don't be worried because Bryce Dallas Howard will be right there to take anything that Jessica Chastain turns down. So <laughs> it will happen. I am trying to think. Do I even know anything? Well, I guess Bryce Dallas Howard I know from Jurassic World. Yeah. Also, was she not in Twilight? Your favorite film. Brandon. I believe she, she took over for Victoria in Eclipse. Did she not? Am I wrong? I'm assuming you're wrong. Let me look honest. when. Yeah, it looks like she t- she took over in Eclipse. She which, takes like, over for people. It's known. Listen, <laughs> Victoria in Twilight, even though she's supposed to be like the big bad of the whole series, really isn't in it that much. So I don't think that it's uh-huh. unfair for me to not remember. <laughs> Robbed of screen that time. That she's played by Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> She was also Victoria in the hell. When? <laughs> I mean, I'd take a Victoria spinoff over a freaking Jacob and Renesmee spinoff. Well, I think it is more likely at this moment. So, well, I mean, I think that from now until the end of time, if Stephanie Meyer tries to write something, it will get leaked, and it's what <laughs> she deserves. <laughs> oh, she also played Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man Three. I never saw Spider-Man Three. I think that was like a super small role. But I'm I think assuming that was the first yes, time I saw her. but it's also really bizarre to me that they even chose to include Gwen Stacy at all because like mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy dies before Peter Parker ever meets Mary Jane, so it's like spoiler alert. A weird, that's a weird <laughs> connection. Sorry for spoiling like Spider-Man comics. That movie was all over the place. Spider-Man also exists in a multiverse canonically, so I mean. Maybe that's how it works. Depends on which media you're looking at, I guess. I like <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard's role in Apollo 13 as girl in yellow dress, uncredited. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that on her IMDb? <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's Bryce Dallas Howard corner. <laughs> and you said we have no more actresses to talk about. I forgot. Ab- <laughs> I forgot. Okay. What about. What about Jessica Chastain? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I know her, of course, from Molly's Game. Oh my. That's their first introduction? Well, no, but that's like the thing that I remember that it was her. Actually, I saw The Eyes of Tammy Faye in theaters, and it was a- she was actually did a really good job. I just heard a lot about that movie. It was too long. Yeah. But it was pretty good. I heard that, yeah. Andrew Garfield looks exactly like Ted Cruz in it. Oh. Yeah. So keep your eye out for that, anyone who's going to watch um, The Eyes of oh. Tammy Faye. It's really a Bojack to Eyes of Tammy Faye pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> the, You're famously. absolutely right. Famously. <laughs> I mean, wait, but that wasn't actually Andrew Garfield that played him, was it? We've been through this. And also Jessica Chastain's not in this. <laughs> Right, we're just talking about her. <laughs> Listen, I'm stupid, okay? We, we've known this for a long time. Well, there we go. It's, I don't know. Do we, I've... Oh, God. Anyways, Kate, back to this show. I've, I've closed IMDb. I won't open it again. Don't, don't Famous last words. If I start yeah. if I start reaching for IMDb, I want one of you to just, like... I don't Smack know. your call hand. Me the, call me the c-word or something. It'll oh my god! Me. It'll shock me out of it. <laughs> all right, Lindsay, that's all you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to have Scally on nope. on recording. 
<laughs> nope, not a sound we'll put drop. That is another drop that we use every week. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not happening. We, I know you would never. It's fine. Not simple love it anymore. <laughs> Mary Beth was talking about her week and she was dealing with a conflict that was so complicated because not only were they co-workers but these two people lived together and it was Todd who is Emperor Fingerface (laughs) and Princess Carolyn who is a tangled fog of pulsating yearning in the shape of a woman. (laughs) Yeah, I really love how Todd is just like a giant hand face and his hat is just like a teeny little hat on the top of the middle finger. (laughs) He has to flip you off. Mm -hmm. I really liked how the pulsating yearning was made of a lot of yarn. So it could have been like yarning. Ha ha ha. Oh, nice. Like that. (laughs) And you don't understand puns. No. It's only when things are rhyming puns that it goes straight over my head. Okay. (laughs) Yearning. Yarning. (laughs) These ones don't rhyme. They're just similar. So it was like. I was able to put that together. I don't know if that was intended, but... I didn't put um, it together. Maybe one day we can ask Arby Dump about it. I assumed more because she's a cat. Hmm. Well, yeah, probably, but, like, what do cats (laughs) yearn for? Yarn. There we go. It's tangled. It's a whole thing. Um, Yeah, I do. I also like the comment here of, like, I'm having a hard time following the story because of how weird you made the characters. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like these two wives... A couple goals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Like, I stand immediately. That's yeah. love. Yeah, like, if either thing. one of them went on Survivor, Scally would be tweeting that they were not the blank person voted out of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just, when you're done with BoJack, change to a Mary Beth and Dr. Indira fan fiction podcast from now on? <laughs> because would listen. Incredible. <laughs> and there will be a lengthy section where Mary Beth goes on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> So in the apartment, first we see a struggle of Todd and Princess Carolyn, like Todd's trying to get her to eat breakfast, but she's like, I'll just grab whatever is at work. And they meet up at work and she asks for her own office. She wants an office on set to make it easier when she's working there every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's already got all the paperwork filled out because like classic Princess Carolyn, she's like, it's ready to go. And then he's like, yes, I will sign it. But first you ate all my drink cheese and I'm mad. Yes. And she's like, I didn't eat your string cheese. Like I didn't eat it. And Todd says, listen, we're coworkers. And like the company policy is that for this conflict, we will require a corporate mediator in order to get through this. So they're calling in their mediator. Mm hmm. Back with the Bojack horse horse line, we have a lot of there's there's this uh, nothing going on really on set because of the writer's block. Like the, the big plot line is they're losing a lot of time, and Gina suggests that her and Bojack should just have sex to pass the time, and Bojack's like, "No, nah, I'll just think about my dead mom the whole time." Yeah, and he goes, which would either ruin it or, oh God, what if it makes it better? I don't want to know that. <laughs> like I mean, at least dark. she doesn't want to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair growth therapy good. <laughs> yeah that is growth <laughs> sadly it is growth it's something <laughs> gross oh bojack <laughs> but he's she's like okay well i'll get you some pie and he's like okay nice which i feel like is like a reasonable thing to do when someone is mourning mm-hmm. very good this is where mr peanut butter comes in who is known as mr chocolate hazelnut spread for the show to offer condolences to bojack and this is where he says oh, well, I've never lost anyone. Like, 
my mom just got old and went to a farm where there are no cell phones or internet. Mm-hmm. And then he realized his mom is dead. Yeah, he's like, she went to a farm after a prolonged bout of Parkinson's. It's not good. Uh, so rude of people to ruin the illusion for him. Mm-hmm. Just like, he's yeah. made it this far. Well, I mean, to be fair, they didn't really push back on it that much. They just said, oh, you've never lost anyone. And he kind of put the pieces together. Yeah, I guess they were like, it was just when she was super old. And Bojack's like, why would she want to run around if she was super old? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Bojack doesn't know anything about dogs. So yeah. that's not that's not right. Do I Have either of you had any experience with yourselves or someone else in your lives being told the they're on a farm story? <laughs> we famously mm. lived on a farm, so... <laughs> I guess the, you, uh, death was like <laughs> you knew a lot more about death I guess than the average child hey? <laughs> yeah everything you love will die <laughs> oh no oh <laughs> okay well I think you should maybe bookmark that one to talk about with your therapist <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> yeah she, she gets paid to unpack this with me because <laughs> that one I don't know how to I don't know how to deal with that one. Like, we sent him off to a farm where there's lots of space to run around. Like, why couldn't he stay here and run around? Like, no, it's an even bigger farm. Yeah, that that wouldn't work so well. I No one ever pulled that line on me, but I did have a friend growing up whose dog, they put, they put down the dog under questionable circumstances, mm-hmm. in my opinion, but they then told their child that Harley had gone to the farm, and then I told her that her dog was dead. Oh, God. Oh, no. I was so like, no. shattered the illusion. I was like, no, nah, she, she dead, Morgan. I was, like, ask your, I was like, ask your mom where the farm is. Like, that was dog's dead. Upset? Did you make a child cry? Yeah, but she was an older child than me, so, like... She oh deserved to know that she deserved to know the truth. Okay, I'm an eight. I was speaking truth to power. That's right. This is the same, but this is the same family. They just like didn't trust this child to learn anything. At one point, I like went on a day trip with them to Ottawa, where her uncle lived with like they weren't legally married, but like his husband. And the whole day it was all about Morgan's uncle and his roommate. And it was so, and then we like saw like some of his uncle's friends, and I was like, "That's also clearly a gay couple." I didn't say anything, <laughs> but I like got home and I was like, "Morgan's uncles are gay, right?" And my mom was like, "Yeah, they just like don't think she's ready to know." And I was like, "What?" Like, we were probably like eight or something, and I was like, "Really?" Speaking truth to power, Kirsten. That's why you're such a good skier. It was also like super obvious too. So the fact that she didn't put it together, I'm like, "You're you're dumb as hell for that." <laughs> But yeah, she believed the farm thing and I ripped that away from her. What does that make me a bad kid? I don't know. We were like 10 at the time. Like it was way too old to believe the farm lie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you're fine. Depower. I mean, Kirsten says if fine. your child is 11, I will tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send me actually no, cuz I'm not going to talk to anyone's child who I don't know because that's weird. But like if I know Fair. you and you start lying to your kid, I'll maybe be like, "Hey, Maybe do you want to do learn the truth? Like, I'll put on a leather jacket and be like, hey, do you want to know what's up? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> only, to ch- only for children I know, obviously. <laughs> only age 11 and up. I only traumatize the ones I know. <laughs> I don't. I'm, and, and to be fair, to reassure anyone listening, I don't know any kids. So, <laughs> not like, I'm, it's not going to be happening. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess one of my cousins has a kid, but, like, I don't really interact with kids on a regular basis. It's the benefit to being 29 and childless. 
<laughs> Child free. <laughs> Capitalize free, baby. Baby. So apparently Todd was really excited about his string cheese, though, because he was going to make a mozzarella Cinderella. Yes. And Princess oh, Carolyn yeah. ate it. And she's like, what? Of course I didn't. And then there's like a very long thing that I definitely didn't write down. And I'm sure you didn't at 1.5x, Kirsten. But it's like, this is not a room for repudiation over accusations. It's for conversation, de-escalation, avoiding litigation <laughs> for this corporation, something. <laughs> Goes on for a long time. Let's see. I feel like that would be an easy quote to find. True. Okay. It's on. <laughs> so there is a page on the Bojack Wiki for word avalanches. which is what this technically is called so let me just find the season five episode seven so okay so a brief recapitulation this is not a room for repudiation of condemnation over string cheese appropriation accusations mediation is an invitation for open conversation frustration de-escalation and exchange of information which in summation removes any justification for litigation involving this corporation you should open every podcast that way (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's way too much but this is good because this has this has so many of them mm-hmm. like it includes the flip slash f- don't flip the script one from the episode before nice. bookmark um and then there's <laughs> yeah. a good one from from bojack the feminist where tom jumbo grumbo goes horseman forcefully forgoes applause for vance at forgivies is a feud forming on the filbert front wow can't believe you didn't get it's a good page i'm favoriting this page good. there you go I'm never writing anything down again. <laughs> I mean, not for these. Yeah. This, I think this is probably the same page where we found, like, the when we finally did a Courtney Portnoy yeah, one. Right. It was probably on this page, and I just didn't realize. Yeah. Kirsten has seven bookmarks all of the same page. No, I. it's, it's very rare that I'm bookmarking a page. Come on. But don't worry. We've got several more of these to come over the course of season five and six. Good. I guess mostly looking like mostly season six, but we've got a couple more coming up. So those are hard to read. Yeah, (laughs) you did a good job. Thank you. Avalanche is usually pretty easy. So (laughs) (laughs) what a misnomer. (laughs) So back on the uh, back on the Bojack front, Bojack storms into Dr. Indira's office to be like, why did you tell Diane to stay away from me? And she's like, oh, sit down. And they talk for 45 minutes. And she's like, hmm. I'm pretty sure in the episode she says, do you want to come back at the same time tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's a lot of therapy, but you know what? He needs it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's his new best friend. Mm-hmm. They had a great lunch date. They're, they're best friends. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not realize he's found a therapist here. <laughs> he instantly goes and, like, rubs it in Diane's face that he went and talked to her therapist. Mm-hmm. I did like in between this, this, like, very meta moment about the, like, let's continue to switch back and forth between these storylines and stop at yes. the most exciting moments. Like, that's a normal way to tell a story. <laughs> yeah, they were. it was funny, too, because it's like, oh, I should let you talk now. And then Mary Beth is like, oh, but, like, my story is so much less than your story. It's honestly more of, like, a B story. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll give you some lightness for when yours inevitably gets darker. <laughs> yeah, it was, we love a meta moment. Yes. Not meta corporation, but <laughs> meta. So uh, the B story on this podcast is Bojack, and the A story is the tangents. Or yes, that's right. <laughs> Listen, maybe. And what about it? There was no complaint. <laughs> so Diane gets really upset that Doctor Indira and Bojack had a conversation because Doctor Indira is one of the very few things that she has that is just for her, and she's asking Bojack not to see her anymore, which. 
he doesn't he doesn't actually do it he agrees but then goes back behind her back so Lindsay, do you think that's reasonable to be like upset that your friend is seeing the same therapist I mean, I guess it would depend on the friend. Like, I think it makes it tricky if you're, like, going to be talking about that person a lot. Like, I think Bojack should recognize that that probably means that she's talking about him. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it'd be weird if I was like, oh, I'm just, like, talking about Cam all the time. And then he was like, let me go to the same therapist. What if I was like, Lindsay, I'm seeing your therapist. We have a Zoom call tomorrow. I would encourage it. (laughs) Thank you, Chad. She's great. (laughs) Yes. And that's how you find out if your friends talk about you in therapy. <laughs> Am I more likable than that friend? Because mm-hmm. I want them to take my side. And so <laughs> if they can tell my friend why they're wrong all the time, that seems like great use of time for me. True. Imagine if you were like, you talk to your friend and you're like, how was your experience with the therapist? And they're like, oh my God, we have such great chemistry. She tells the funniest jokes. And you're like, she never tells me jokes. Like, I feel yeah, like you right? compare your dynamic. <laughs> Oh, my God. So Scally is going to see Lindsay's therapist, make her like him more than Lindsay. And then undermine her. And undermine her personal growth. Oh, my God. (laughs) Beloved therapy guest star. (laughs) And it'll culminate in the need for a group session. I love it. We also, this is where Bojack also is like, "Mm, we'll see each other behind Diane's back and just to keep up appearances, I'll compensate you for your time so it looks like you're seeing a client and Mm -hmm. like it'll be fine. It's like, if that's what you have to tell yourself, sure, Bojack. Yeah. I mean, I do think talking at someone for 45 minutes and then thinking that they're your best friend is a little relatable. (laughs) 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 Like, I talk a lot. (laughs) It's fine. Oh my God. (laughs) Now I'm stressed. (laughs) (laughs) We also go back to the Princess Carolyn and Todd, and they've just been arguing so much and with the mediator there. Todd leaves to go take a bathroom break, and the mediator's like, just lie. Say you took it and apologize just to, like, get out of this fight. Mm -hmm. And... Princess Carolyn's like, I guess I could do that, but continues to argue that string cheese is a fair game food, where they start going back and forth over what foods are fair game and what are not. And it's like, grapes, fair game. Unsliced pie, not fair game. Sliced pie, fair game. Last slice, not fair game. (laughs) I loved this so much and have definitely used this before, specifically with the pie. (laughs) Oh, really? Not fair game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like when you're going for the last of anything, you kind of have to be like, is it okay if I have this? 100% yes. See, Um, I feel like it's tough. Like, I think I leaned on the, like, more of having fair game food in college, especially, like, college. And then one roommate scarred me to where it was like, okay, don't touch anything. (laughs) Like, don't label everything from now on. (laughs) Yeah, I I famously, by the end of my year living with two bad roommates, kept my own toilet paper in my room and brought it out when I needed it. Like, it didn't start that way. It started with me purchasing a giant Costco-sized container of very soft, nice toilet paper. And then when all of that was gone, absurdly fast, by the way, because this one girl used more toilet paper than anyone I've ever met. And then she brought a a package from Superstore of Single Ply and said this was on sale for a dollar. So, yeah, yeah, I kept... Yeah, I kept the good toilet paper to myself after that. And I think that was a justifiable decision. And any <laughs> court of law would back me on that. You definitely win an arbitration. 
I would certainly <laughs> win an arbitration. They also, like, ate all of my food and used all of my dishes and, like, left them dirty all the time. So mm, I feel I, like I do no side word. more with Todd here on the, like, mm, don't do that. But only because I've been burned. Like, I came in generous and I ended, like, tight-fisted. <laughs> and Princess Carolyn's never been burned in her life to this point. I feel like we all are really oh, no. Todd. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Like, obviously, Princess Carolyn has been burned and has had problems. I just... Don't know that she's had the same, like, roommate yeah, yeah, food know, yeah. concerns, right? I feel like it's very universal, but maybe um, not. <laughs> well, she probably did when she was younger. I can't imagine that she didn't have roommates when she first got to L.A. That's fair. But she's distant from it. She's successful, you know? Ugh, honestly, I aspire to think that there are up-for-grab foods. <laughs> fair game foods. I aspire to the wealth of having That's fair so- game foods. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Princess Caroline eventually like bursts out that it's her apartment, so everything is fair game for her, which like makes things much tenser. And Todd says, "Okay, well, we're going to arbitration." No. So it's the first time Mary Beth has ever not successfully mediated a conflict. It's tough. You hate ruining the perfect record. You hate. You hate to see it. We also go to see Diane and Flip again and this is great because Flip is a dolphin because like none of the words make any sense that he's saying. Like mm-hmm. it's just total gibberish. Yeah, it's really good because Diane's going in there and she's like, so how's it going? And then he like shows her his nonsense and he's like squeaking at her like, is this anything? She's like, "Mm, writing is hard. (laughs) And again, another relatable line in everyone (laughs) thinking that he's a genius and actually he has no idea what he's doing. So yeah, yeah, Diane's like, maybe not everyone thinks that. He's like, no, everyone thinks that. I'm pretty sure everyone does think that, Diana. (laughs) (laughs) True, Diana. Yeah, and like one of the, I liked that one of the things that she's trying to figure out with him is like, okay, so like thing number one is Philbert's partner a ghost, and he's like, exactly. <laughs> like, like, okay, can we just like please settle some of these details? Like, what's haunting Philbert? Perhaps something involving a submarine. <laughs> Society. Society. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So Ugh. good. And then she also, like, mentions, she sees Bojack outside, and he, like, drops the same line that we heard at the beginning of the episode about, like, you can't be responsible for the dysfunction of others, which is, like, clearly not a Bojack line. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Bojack wants everyone to be responsible for his dysfunction. So no way is he coming up with that on his own. Yes. You don't think that Bojack cares about others? Since when? (laughs) This is brand new information. I was like, why is Carson being so sincere? Uh, <laughs> sarcasm. Good. <laughs> I could never be sincere. Where are we? Bojack well, goes we back just... and gets caught by Diane because she's suspicious now. Oh, Diane is so mad. Yeah. Like, furious. And what's really great is that <laughs> Dr. Andrea's like, yeah, Bojack needs me more. So maybe it's best if you do go, Diane. Because Diane's like, well, I, I can't have, like... I can't talk to you if you're going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like when she bursts in and Bojack like covers himself with a pillow or something. He's like, ah, I'm emotionally naked. <laughs> <Good line. laughs> it is wild in this case of like saying goodbye to your client of seven years. I am someone, if this is like a friendship and someone's like, you can't be friends with both of us. Generally, my rule of thumb is if you give me the ultimatum, you're the one who's leaving. But mm-hmm. like, <laughs> obviously situation dependent. But... Yeah, no, not to the client of seven years versus Bojack, who's been there for a day and a half. 
Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, Bojack does need her more and has now come at least two to three times in two to three days, <laughs> which is a lot more money than a weekly session. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is like Diane has proven that she is a very reliable and consistent client, which probably she should have leaned on that. But like, it's probably hard to ignore the fact that like Bojack's real messed up and is, can probably sustain this like daily therapy for a well, long time. And also, it does give me like cause for concern at Doctor Indira's skill as a therapist that she has appointments available every day. Like, <laughs> oh, let me book you in for tomorrow. Like, yeah, true. Hmm. I don't know about that. Maybe she's just giving up her lunch break because it is over lunchtime. How dare you question Dr. Indira? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who has an appointment every single day the next day? It must be a lunch break thing. You're right. I I take it back. I take it back. She's working late. This is, she's dedicated to her craft. (laughs) Oh my God. I I said I take it back. Good. (laughs) (laughs) But this is great because Dr. Indira chooses Bojack and then Bojack is like, whoa, well, you fixed me. I'm done. No more therapy for me. Goodbye. Yeah. So you changed my stripes. Class, you know, you got to change a zebra stripes. That's right. Totally possible. Yeah. But that's where Dr. Indira and Mary Beth finish their stories and then it goes back to normal. I really like the scene in Princess Carolyn's apartment. They have everything taped off, like saying like, what is Todd's and what is Princess Carolyn's, which I really, really liked. But... This is where Mary Beth calls Todd and says, I realize that Princess Carolyn was on set the whole day that your cheese string went missing, so she couldn't have taken it. So she didn't take it, so you don't need to go to arbitration. Mm-hmm. And this is where Todd kind of, like, apologizes to Princess Carolyn and says, like, I just figured that if this was a work dispute rather than a roommate dispute, you wouldn't kick me out. And they agree that they like living together, but Princess Carolyn needs her own space. Todd offers to pay some rent and uh, give her an office on site. And this is where he finds the cheese string in his jacket. Yes, that, very good. <sighs> that cheese must have been so disgusting. Like so that, warm. it was like like it wasn't even wrapped anymore. Yeah. Like it was just loose cheese in his jacket pocket. Like yeah. no way. It's not good. Absolutely not. I liked that Todd didn't know how to pronounce the word rent. Yeah. Like he's never had <laughs> to pay say before. Rent? <laughs> I mean, I wish I'd never had to pay rent, so. <laughs> I'm surprised that he still has to sleep on the couch. So, so Princess Carolyn, I guess, lives in a one-bed apartment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, surely with his executive salary, they could afford a two-bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Or he could get his own apartment. <laughs> He's anyway. never good. Todd will never think to do that, I, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Certainly not. Diane and Bojack talk. And this is where Bojack says that he doesn't believe therapy would work on him because he's too intelligent for it. And Bojack says it it culminates in a big fight Mm -hmm. because Diane tells Bojack, you say you want to get better and you don't know how. Well, here's me, your friend, telling you how. Get therapy. Otherwise, do not waste my time. And Bojack is like, listen, you and me were both equally screwed up. We are the same. And this infuriates Diane who's obviously been fixated on the tape from Anna that they get into an even bigger fight because she says that they are not the same yeah yeah and she just like rushes out and starts frantically typing on behalf of Flip and uh, (laughs) Flip being there and being like we're doing it Diane we're doing it we're writing scenes (laughs) classic Flip I prefer the dolphin yeah honestly same (laughs) honestly same and of course like 
he would never let Diane help until she was like in such a rage that she just started doing it. And he's like, oh, okay, this is actually good. I can't look, I can take credit for a woman's work. Exactly. Yeah, he definitely thinks she's doing a good job. Yeah, we love to see it. We do get one more short interstitial where Mr. Peanut Butter is thanking everyone on set for supporting him with his mother's death. But then he realize he says something like, "Oh, but now I realize my dad is all alone too at that big farm." And he's like, "Oh my God, my dad's dead too." Very tough day for Mr. Peanut Butter. Oh, my heart breaks. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh my God. But also a nice moment of humor in like yeah. a very rough stretch of episode. <laughs> what is about to be a very dark ending. Yes. So at that moment when everyone is already gathered for Mr. Peanut Butter, Flip and Diane come out with their new script pages. They've lost so much time that they need to film now. No time to memorize your script. So we are going to write everything on cue cards and we'll just shoot it. You have to read your cue card, Mm -hmm. which I feel like I guess for a good show would not make sense because like (laughs) how are you going to properly like film your scenes when you don't even remotely know your lines? But I guess Philbert's not a good show anyways. Yeah. You know, the better writing will outweigh the bad acting. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This These scenes would be better than anything that Flip wrote. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the bad acting. So this is where we get this. They are filming a scene where Filbert t- tells Sassy about when himself and Fritz killed a bunch of guys on a submarine during a sting operation. Filbert went to the room where they were keeping the stuff, but what he found out was they were actually human trafficking, and he found a 17-year-old girl. And throughout this whole scene, Bojack is very, like, surprised at what he's seeing, but, like, Diane and Filbert... And- and Flipper like keep going keep going keep going the teenage girl is there and kisses him and Fritz shows up and so nothing more happens and Sassy asks well if Fritz didn't show up what would you have done to the girl and then the quotes from Philbert are the exact quotes of Bojack from the tape so he says part of me is sure I couldn't go through with it but another part knows that's a lie and then the plot line is that they left the girl on the submarine and she died and then at the end he goes how do you make something right when you've made it so wrong you can never go back? He insists he's a good guy. And Bojack is horrified. Yeah. And Flip is like, how, did, how? where did you get the inspiration for this? It's so much. It's brutal. And like it totally just like hits all the way home when he's like, I'll never forget that night on the USS New Mexico. It's real bad. It's very bad. It's the way literally last week I was like, this is so annoying because we got the tape and then we've had two episodes where we don't find anything out about it. And then this episode, we start seeing what's happening with the tape. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, mm-hmm. I, I, let, yeah, Princess Caroline back. can go back to North Carolina. It's fine. We, yeah. don't, we don't need any more of this. Let's do another eulogy. Yeah. This is where... Uh, maybe not that. Maybe not that far. <laughs> it's where Chappelle turns the episode off right before they start reading these scenes because <laughs> it's a rough one. It's not good. Like, he finally has to confront that he's not a good guy. He's, like, finally realizing the fact that, like, yeah, he did just leave this girl behind to deal with mm-hmm. the mess that he very much was a part of creating. And, like, I think that he had like not thought about almost anything at all but especially not thought about anything besides from his own perspective and not actually the consequences that he left behind there Mm -hmm. so i thought that was pretty powerful as well absolutely and it's also just like such whiplash because most of the episode is written from a pretty comedic standpoint so getting to this is like uh no yeah very rough yeah at the very end of the episode flip yells cut calls himself a genius which like 
a bold take from a mediocre man for mm-hmm. sure and then obviously bojack at this point has realized that diane has heard his confession and looks at him and it's it's not a good vibe between diane and, and bojack here yeah very bad sad so, mm-hmm. but that's it that's the episode got some feedback I'm not I'm not shocked by that. <laughs> Only not shocked by that. One piece is relevant to this episode. <laughs> so we'll start with that. So one piece that we didn't really touch on just to set this up is that when Dr. Indira is talking about her clients, she says something about like Princess Carolyn being on the set, and then the mediator is like, oh, wait, Princess Carolyn? She's like, No, sorry, I mean like Penelope Crustacean or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the question from Noah, he says why is Princess Carolyn speaking Spanish when she's a crab? I can't figure that out. Which, like, fair question. I don't know. They were hiding even more details, just changing yeah. it up to make it more secure. There you go. That could be just good <laughs> therapizing. Yeah, maybe not the you, most ethical way to. But. Yeah. you got to do good therapizing. <laughs> yeah. We also got an email from Jules, who I am realizing when I responded, I referred to her as Julia. So, like, very overly formal with Jules. Whoa! <laughs> So she said, fully support you guys going back into a second rewatch. I think it will become so chaotic and unhinged. It's frankly what the people need. <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I have it in me. I think I could do like seasons one through four again. But five and six, those are a one time only deal. All right. We'll how continue. many iTunes reviews until? <laughs> Listen, we're not. Uh, Rob has a podcast. We can't just get 13 a week when yeah. we request We've sitting it. at 51 for a very long time. Okay, so she also said, I will continue to listen even if it becomes a full-on roasted vegetable pod. (laughs) I think it would be a cool idea if after finishing the show, you had an episode with as many of the past guests that you could round up. All of the guests are so fantastic, and it would be a fun series wrap party if you could get them all back. (laughs) So we just have everyone on a Zoom call. We have like 10 people. And what what do we talk about? Bojack. Series wrap. I think it might get a bit out of control. Gally, what do you think? You're, you're a beloved guest. Hmm. I mean, I'll talk for 45 minutes straight, but, you know, I think it's a, an interesting idea. Like, See, let's face the... it, I'll show up if I have time. But... <laughs> the thing is, is I don't, it wouldn't be 45 minutes. It would be like four hours because we've got, who all have we had? Uh, Will from America, Grace, Sam, Maddie, Ariel, Mike Bloom, Scally. Chappelle. I was saying Chappelle, uninterrupted. Mari. <laughs> Martha. Martha. And this is me looking off the top of my head, everyone. Like, it's, I don't have a list, okay? <laughs> I don't think I missed anyone. So we're already at 10, and we've got yeah. new guests coming so in the next. So be very offended if she forgot you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Personally offended. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, also, of course, you and me of as course. well, Lindsay. So <laughs> Just hand it over to them. <laughs> what if, okay, what if we were super annoying and we asked every guest to record like a five minute thing and we stitched them all together oh my god five minutes (laughs) you just said you could talk for 45 yeah like when i have a captive audience not just to a screen (laughs) you will have a captive audience the horse girls how dare you yeah but like i need someone in front of me (laughs) fair we'll just sit here and listen while you record oh okay last thing from jules not sure if this is getting in before free churro is recorded it was not but very close what a good episode the first time i watched it i didn't realize it was going to be one monologue until like 10 minutes in i'm not sure how they managed to go the whole episode without it getting boring gives a lot of insight into bojack's character and is a rare moment of vulnerability for him part of what makes the show so great is that it never excuses bojack's horrible actions but it gives the full story of how trauma allows cycles of abuse to continue it's rare for quote bad people to be bad for no reason 
generational trauma, baby. Baby. Yes. Good Thank insight. You, Great insight. We love Jules. Thanks for thanks for getting caught up, Jules. <laughs> you get to keep your horse girl status. <laughs> On Twitter, Podcast Horseman also made us capitalize the J in our name. Because yes. apparently that's how you spell Bojack. Which uh, we did on all platforms. <laughs> which we did. But also I don't like how it looks and I might just lowercase all of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that looks better. Because <laughs> I'm like a young, like, person. Like I'm a youth, you know. Mm-hmm. That's how the youths are typing. But yes, we also got... Chappelle said that our free churro episode was too short and he needed another 30 to 65 minutes of content. <laughs> 30 to 65 and Tim brought in some of the Becker connections. So as well from Becker, Alex Desert has voiced Carl and Dr. Hibbert on The Simpsons for the last three seasons. Oh. And so what a great guest and a great discussion of, for the week. Uh, and then we're already starting to get some responses to the chocolate versus candy situation, but that can <laughs> wait till next week. Uh, and then we just three minutes ago got a tweet from Jen that says, this is completely late, but I'm listening to the underwater episode. And I personally always thought the note at the end was so heartfelt because it was what he wished he had said to Herb. So now he's saying it to Kelsey because he couldn't say it to Herb. Oh, that's so good. Which is a good, a good insight, but I still don't like that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all we've got. Is there anything else? That's all I got. Okay. Scally, thank you so much for joining us. I'm sorry that I had to bully you to get you here, but I'm not sorry that you're here. So I guess I'm not sorry for bullying you. Uh, No, no. I always wanted to be here. I just uh, was paralyzed by choice. So (laughs) we'll see if I can find my way back before the four and a half hour hang of all the guests. But otherwise, (laughs) uh, thank you for having me on. It's been a great pleasure every time. Yes, we love having you on for sure. And if people are looking for more from you, Scally, where can they find you? Ooh, anything I'm doing will be over on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Uh, mostly talking about Celebrity Big Brother at the moment, getting ready for Big Brother Canada. And I think that's it really at the moment, just Twitter. Yeah, go follow Scally on Twitter. He's an iconic follow. And if you want to contribute more to the conversation here, you can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com. You can tweet us at bojackhorsepod. And please, 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 please leave us a five-star review. You can hear more from Lindsay on Simpsons Then and Now. And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What. I'll always tweet everything I'm doing over there. But do just want to plug, I was on the Ready to Be Petty podcast last week, and we talked about pop culture, Celebrity Big Brother, Rihanna being pregnant. It was super fun. So I recommend people check that out. But we will be back next week for season five, episode eight, Mr. Peanut Butter's Booze. So until next time. Bye. Bye.